nasty speed. I mean, that's how you got to play the game of hockey. Sports Radio, and this is Behind the Mask. Welcome back into Behind the Mask. Ryan Collins, Johnny Supan, Kyle Hattie. So, big game week this week, boys. Big weekend series at Mon Ice Arena. Probably our biggest of the postseason. Yes. I'm bro. pumped, man. I'm pumped. Honestly, probably the biggest at Mon Ice Arena. In Denton Cole's tenure? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's this is huge. This is make or break. I, I won't say it's make or break. I mean, with Penn State this close, it's not make or. We'll talk about Penn State a little bit later. But how are we doing today, boys? Amazing. It's pretty good, man. It's a good day right now, but it's uh, middle of the week, and I'm just ready to sit down and watch some hockey already, man. I know, dude. It, it, it's a big time series. I expect Mun to be packed both nights. I haven't. You don't, you can feel the buzz around this game. There's no Michigan State basketball this weekend. You're going to get the full attention of the locals around here at Mount Ice Arena. You should expect almost like 7,000 in that building oh, yeah. on Friday and Saturday. It's going to be bumping, man. I can't I can't wait to see the sign that the student section holds up. They always have the like yeah. cool uh, – I forget what team it was, but they had one that said, like, Indiana smells bad. What do you mean? Notre Dame? I, no, oh, I, don't, I don't even think it was against Notre Dame. I don't know why they even had it. I think it was – Whatever, but I'm excited to see that sign for what? sure. Okay, now I'm absolutely. I don't know. Well, I, it it I, I must have been. It, it must have been against Notre, Notre Dame. Dame. Okay, yeah. yeah. I mean, the Michigan one is like like tastes like chicken, and it's like a, the like Sparty biting a Wolverine. Okay, I got like that kind yeah. of stuff. Sorry about the random comment. Yeah, also, I was about to say, I'm not even about the random comment. You're like, it wasn't Notre Dame, but they said I didn't Indiana think it was them. because well, I, at the moment was. I was confused because I didn't understand it. But whatever, I want glow sticks. I want glow sticks back in the student section. That was electric. That was really cool when they did the glow sticks. I believe was that. Oh no, yeah, that was sick. Mm-hmm. I I could see them getting like free shirts this weekend. They better. That'd be... I I will say that I think the Izone. If you're an Izone member, you get discounted tickets too this weekend. So I I would expect the student section mm-hmm. to be full too. Like behind the net section too. That that should be packed. Yeah. So it should be buzzing this weekend, Mon. But I mean. Uh, we got before we get into Michigan State splitting with Wisconsin this past weekend. We have to talk about Johnny Supan giving his two weeks to Meyer. Big life update for the listeners here. I finally pulled the trigger, and Meyer is a should be a distant memory in about a week. So, uh, good, th- good things to come. See you, Meyer. Good things to come. See you, Meyer. Smell ya. See you later. Uh, hot dude. That's always the most awkward conversation though. Whenever you're leaving a job or sli- moving, you know what, up. man. I, I thought it would be it more – I me, I just kind of handled it just as I thought I would. I got in there and just said, hey, I'm I'm kind of sick of this. You know, I, it's, I've been here for about six months, and I am ready to get out. And the lady I thought was going to have a different response than she did was like, yeah, okay, I understand. I'm like, well, yeah, all right. <laughs> I mean, like in cities like this, turnover at jobs like that are probably insane. Yeah, I, you, you got to think that I'm one of probably – about a couple thousand students yeah. that have worked there before. So I think one of my professors today was talking about you in class. Who? Uh, Gerstner. 
She was talking Joanne? about yeah. She was talking about how the mire you have to like let the people feed the fish or something. Oh no! Well, we're not even able. Okay, full disclosure here: we are not uh, allowed to feed the fish if there's other things to do. And technically, every day you're supposed to go and feed the fish, right? So the fish are like last on a totem pole. Last. That's hard. So and how it's many, terrible. How many I fish love die? Fish. Um. On average, probably about uh, probably ten a day or something. Well, I don't know. It's geez. bad. It's a bad that's turnover. Terrible. But then you just they bring them in on trucks and the cycle continues. Man, it's crazy. No value. Whoa, that's I big see. business. And Whoa. if you're listening to this podcast and you want to take something up with the Meyer management, hey, I don't blame you. I don't blame you. It's I'll, terrible. I'll just say this: I we might have broke the seal on something big here. I'm behind. Yeah. It, it, it could. That's wild. This could be this could be a big scoop for an investigative journalist if they're listening. Yeah, I mean, PETA, watch out. Like, seriously. Yeah. That's wild. That's that is bad. wild. That it's is way bad. more than I thought. I thought you'd say, like, one a day. I, I mean, it, it depends on the day. It depends on, you know, who's who's feeding them. And, I, I mean, guess. there's some employees that go and feed them, but, yeah. That's wild. I do. I try to. I feed the betas a lot. I mean, Those are my boys. Really? Oh, yeah. What do they look like? I'm not a beta fish Beta fish? I don't know what a beta. Those fish are the looks. ones that are like the really colorful ones. They Why have like would the I little know what a fish look like. Because everybody knows what beta fish look like. You, I you probably had one when you were a kid, dude. I did not have a fish. No chance that that, that thing would have died in like two seconds. Should I get a fish? Is that a good pet to have in an apartment? No. Well, it's low maintenance. Yeah, but it's still fit. Like having an animal in college is just a horrible idea. Oh, there yeah, there's people with like four dogs in their apartment. I could. That's just terrible. It's so well, if you miss a day, at least you uh, you don't have to compare yourself to missing about like a week of feeding fish. Yeah, so. true. No, but they this, could go without a day of food. But. No, I'm just saying, like people who like have dogs up in East Lansing, like what are you doing? Yeah. I I will never get it. Like and like dogs are awesome. I love dogs. There's nothing like. It's not like me saying you shouldn't have like a dog or like at home or something. It's just wild to me that you would want to do that while you're going to college, while you probably have another job. You want to have a dog? You got to look. It's after. almost a responsibility of a child. Yeah, and it's You'd a think. ton of money. Yes, Heck, it is. Yeah. It's a lot of money. Dog know. food's expensive. The the basis of that point is I'm cheap, but uh. Yeah, same. <laughs> I think all of us can agree. Yeah. You smart money management. Yes, yes, journalism degree. I don't yes. know that much. I don't have any smart money management. Yes. Michigan State hockey. Yeah. Yes. How about them this weekend? What's the scoop on that? Split with Wisconsin this past weekend. Friday, the Spartans win four to nothing. Jared Rosberg has his best game of the season. Two goals. John Bucci Gross was getting hype on the ESPNU broadcast all day about Jared Rosberg. Did you guys watch the game on ESPN? No, I, I couldn't. Not. I couldn't. It's so it like it's weird to hear Bucci like calling hockey games. Is that like I feel I don't know if you guys have listened to no, like, I'm not familiar. Bucci gets like so into it, you're almost like, dude, settle down. He's like Pat McAfee. No, I, I don't know. I don't know how it's to like describe. It's like every shot on goal is like a game seven winner. Yeah. He's kind of, I don't know. I love Bucci though. It's the thing. I love Bucci Gross, but at the same time I was like, come on, Bucci, be better. And that's tough to say because he does a way like a trillion times better than anything I would do. But I'm just saying. Right. Like, I don't know. It was weird, but whatever. Michigan State wins four to nothing. MSU only takes one penalty. John Lethelman, first star in the Big Ten again this weekend. Started off the weekend very strong with 39 save and a shutout. Stands alone in second place, I believe, in the country, right, mm-hmm. Kyle? In uh, shutouts. Dryden McKay has seven. Dryden McKay has seven. He has John Lethelman has five, and he's in second place in the country in shutouts, making a really good case for Big Ten Player of the Year wow. so far. And then, and then on Saturday, Spartans lose a heartbreaker, honestly. 
I mean, one-to-one game with 2.30 left to go on Saturday, and Wisconsin was able to get the equalizer after the Spartans weren't able to finish on Wisconsin's doorstep. But Saliba with the only goal there on Saturday, but another really good performance by John Lethman on Saturday. Like I said, he's making a case for Big Ten Player of the Year. I believe he's at three... Does he have three first stars in the Big Ten this season? Yes. And he probably has a couple second or thirds, too. He's yeah. Been, like the last, huge, he's been dude. third. And then Kodorenko and Saliba have won as well. I think the last month and a half, he's basically been a third, like one of those three stars almost every weekend. That's how dynamic he's been. But looking at this weekend against Wisconsin, good hard-fought weekend. We said the Spartans had to come out with at least three points. They did that at least. But... Yeah, you were this close, this close on Saturday. Again, a season sweep against Wisconsin, shutting out Caulfield and Turcotte, their two best offensive players for Wisconsin. I mean, that would have been a pretty impressive performance, but to take three games out of four against any team in the Big Ten is a pretty good thing, looking at it at an overall sense. Yeah, especially when last year, I mean, you're at the bottom of the Big Ten and you come into this season and you lose Hiroshi and you think it's, it's not going to happen, but that's that's awesome, dude. Wisconsin is a good team. They have all these pieces of the puzzle that they don't seem to be able to put together, I think. And yeah. that's their problem right now, but Michigan State doesn't have one. Yeah. they got 99 problems. Okay. That little Jay-Z <laughs> thing there. You guys like Jay-Z? Yeah. I, I don't have a problem. I like his old stuff with uh, yeah, Magna guess. Carta. That's yeah. a great album. Is that his old stuff? That's his newer stuff. Magna Carta? Yeah. I'm is that his old stuff? Magna Carta was like... What's think, the one with... Uh, well, I guess that is his newer stuff. Yeah. yeah. I have no idea what I'm talking about. Yeah, no yeah, idea. Yeah, yeah. Whatever. But... Yeah, well, let, like, sorry. So, yeah. <laughs> sorry, that derailed me for some reason. Hard. But uh, Michigan State, you looked at them this weekend, more of the same. They're, they're a solid hockey team. Point of that... Point... I'm trying. I don't know what I was trying to say there, but like, there's no point being. There's no point of me trying to have a take like, "Hey, this was like they should have got four points. Maybe they should have got four or five points this weekend. They got three, but they were impressive. Like with the eye test and what I heard that happened on Saturday night, the Spartans were in that game all night long, and they just didn't finish at the end of the game. And Dan Cole said it was really tough. It, it, it's really tough to leave that game on Saturday, not getting that extra goal and being able to take the six points out of the coal center in Madison. But at the same time, this weekend they have a really big opportunity. So when you look back at this Wisconsin series, I think it – like, and around the Big Ten, Penn State struggled this weekend, losing two to Michigan. Ohio State right. was able to make a little bit of jump getting into first place. But Michigan State's right there. They're one point back in the Big Ten standings, and they have Penn State coming into Munn this weekend. This could be – like like we were talking about, it could be a quote unquote turnaround point, but I mean, there's really like you said, they're 25 points apiece locked in. But I think the key to this weekend has got to be focusing on defense all week at practice. You got to really strengthen your or tighten up, I guess, your penalty kill, and you your five on five defense has got to be more than anything your your biggest concern with 50 goals for for Penn State coming in on the weekend. I mean, they got playmakers all over the ice and pretty decent goaltending. But when I look at this weekend, before we get into nitty-gritty about it, I mean, I think you got to look at Penn State and this series as Michigan State Hockey as a program as a whole. you got the updates coming to Mon. You're seeing a lot of progression. We've talked about that a lot. I, I'm not going to 
like be that repetitious about that. But I think this is a like a literally a point slash landmark in Dan Cole's like era at Michigan State. If they're able to get at least four points this weekend, where you could say, okay, Michigan State hockey is gonna be good for now on. It's a like, gut check. It's not. It's not even a gut check. I think it's just a point where it's like they're good at hockey now. Well, this I mean, is but not here's my. Th- but I thought like they're good this year. But I think this is like a, like you win. You're winning in the Big Ten. That doesn't signify a fluke year. You're gonna be good in the next couple of years. Right. Well, I was thinking that this year is that there's this is this their this year is their year though. I think if they have a year in the foreseeable future. Right oh, now, I, yeah, I mean, to... these guys have played so much hockey together. It's almost hard to believe they haven't had more success looking at what they've been able to do this year. But I, when you look at the Penn State's here, it, it, it's the biggest among probably, I can't, mm-hmm. like, definitely in a Dan Cole area, era, excuse me, and probably the biggest since, like, Tom Anassas took the job. Like, I don't even think Anassas had a series that was this first season. No, these, pretty, yeah, these decent. seniors, this will be the biggest regular season series they'll play probably. At yeah. home, yeah, in, in their in their careers, has to be. It is. I I truly believe that. But I mean, you look at Penn State; they're fourth in America in goals per game, second nationally in the power play. Michigan State cannot take bad penalties. No, like they accustom. They're mm-hmm. very accustomed doing, especially in Mon. It's always weird in Mon. They it, mm-hmm. it always kind of turns into you a choppy game. Defend their territory, man. They're physical. They're like thirty percent of the power play too. I yeah, but like it's weird. You don't get that home whistle almost. Mm-hmm. I right. mean, Michigan, I mean, both. It's it usually goes both teams, but it's just really choppy. It seems like at home they take like like the mental mistakes, like 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 the slashes after the play, like like the, like the lazy penalty. It's like you're, like you're not saving goals. You're getting like you're like you're doing stuff yeah. behind the play. But I mean, these teams split in Hockey Valley. I believe the second series of the Big Ten season. Yeah, and that, I mean that's probably Michigan State's best win. Coderang got that filthy goal that series. Nasty. Ugh. That was when they lost like four yeah. to one though. But mm-hmm. I mean, and mm-hmm. I think Leftham shut them out the Friday of that series. Yeah, they did. And he, he like he faced forty seven shots that day. Yeah, but like point blank, Penn State's really good on five on five, and they're really good on their special teams unit. I said they're second nationally in power play. They're eleventh in penalty kill. Well, Barrett, if you look at Evan Barrett, number 17, coming into this weekend, last time that they came to Michigan State last year, Barrett got hurt that game. I, I don't know yeah. if you remember that, but he, there was a, a little scrum in the corner, and he, like, bent his wrist or something wrong and head out. I actually have my roommates actually really good friends with Evan Barrett, so have a little bit of inside scoop. This guy's hot right now, 28 points tied with Nate Susie's for the lead in points on their team. And then Alex Limoges right next to him, 23 points. These guys know how to score. They know how to shoot. They know how to skate. I think it's going to be a great – I mean, obviously it's going to be a great weekend, but this is probably the time that we're going to want to go watch a hockey game. Absolutely. I can't wait. I mean, you look at this Penn State team. We talked about Michigan State being a team that's played a lot of hockey together. Penn State's another team. There's a lot of guys that returned from last year's team on this Penn State squad that Michigan State saw last year. And they just continue to get better. Evan Barrett, like you said, he did get hurt early, hurt early in last year's contest in Mon Ice Arena, mm-hmm. and you saw the absence he like was for this that Penn State roster without him in the lineup. He's a difference maker. He's lightning on the yeah. Ice. He's quick. He's oh, one of the he's fastest a left, skaters. He's a left winger, I think. But the, yeah, they're definitely going to utilize him with that. Although that I, top scoring line, I think what they do, like the, so, Penn State, like their their play style is they'll just throw anything on net. And I think that plays into Lethman's hands because we skip guys the stat. But the least amount of shots Lethman's faced in a, in a shutout is 35. So when he faces a lot of shots, he stays fresh and he yep. keeps everything in front of him. 
So I would not be shocked to see a shutout on Friday because this team is much better on Friday. And if they just throw everything on net and keep them fresh, they're not going to get it past them. You no, think but Penn State's much better on Fridays? No, no, Michigan State. Michigan State. When you yeah. looked at this roster, though, Nate Susie, senior, who's leading the team in points, tied with Evan Barrett at 28, who's a junior. Alex Limoge, second on the team in points, junior. Cole Holtz, leading scorer for the defenseman, junior. Brandon Byro, 18 points, fourth on the team in scoring. That's just, It's such a upperclassman-led team. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to be ready. They've played in these big games, which is crazy to think about since Penn State's program started about, what, five or six years ago, not even. And they, they've played in a lot more bigger games than this Michigan State program has to date and the guys on Michigan State's roster. So they're going to be ready. They've played in these games where they have to go to Notre Dame or Ohio State with the Big Ten on the line. This is new for Michigan State. I, I'm curious to see how they adjust on Friday night because right. I, you could come out flat. Or you you're playing nervous hockey, you're taking bad penalties. That's a possibility you and can if, see on Friday. Yeah, if you go down early, these guys are gonna keep peppering you all night. So you get that's you can't do that. You gotta score first. I think this is this is a, this, yeah this is like a third goal of the game wins type of mm-hmm. game. And Payne Jones is a solid goalie. He's been a solid goalie in the Big Ten for about three years for this Penn State team. He's also a senior. Comes in with a save percentage of nine. 22. I always it's mess pretty that good up. Too. I always try to be like 0.922, or, but it's like 922. I don't know why I do I that. I mean, it really doesn't matter. I know right? it doesn't matter, but why is hockey like the only... 922? Why is it just like 92%? 922? It's the dumbest thing ever, actually. That's a good Yeah, point. because they say it's a save percentage. I've always thought that, too. It's a save percentage, yeah, but they put it in a decimal format. I don't know. What is that extra point going to do? We got to talk to someone. Like, there's... No, but you know what I'm saying? Like that, yeah. they, they don't even have it as a percent. Like yeah. 92.2, it's just 0.92. I don't know, whatever. That's stupid. I'm but not a math guy, so I. Yeah, he's at a 70% screws me up. win percentage in net for Penn State this year. He started 20 of their game, their 20 of their 25 games. Oscar Audio, five games. He actually has a pretty good save percentage. Don't be surprised to see him if Peyton Jones maybe struggles. But I want to get like your guys' thoughts on this series with Michigan State and Penn State, do you, in my eyes, I think Penn State is much more talented than this Michigan State team, and I don't think there's an argument about that. No. But at this point in the season, I think Michigan State and Penn State are very, like, John Lethman is able to cancel out that, like, still advantage. I think Michigan State has an opportunity and should be expecting to get at least four points this weekend. Mm -hmm. At home, you have to. And, and I think it's going to be a raucous crowd at Mon. I understand. They got to take one game past regulation. Think so? Yeah. Or if they don't win it, if yeah. they don't. That's that's win what I think both. will happen though. I, I I'll find it hard to believe Dan Cole not having his guys ready for probably the biggest series he's had to date. But yep. I I understand though it it takes some speed bumps along the way to become a winning program. This could possibly be one, but right now the way Lethman's playing, they can beat anyone. And at this point, they're one like. The Big Ten's right there for you. If you get four points, you're probably gonna be in first place in the Big Ten next week. Oh, if you come out it's and you feed off, feeling. yeah. If you if you feed off the energy of the stadium, because you know it's gonna be rocking. Yeah, and, and you you get like Josh when Lewandowski starting to hit people, and and you start get, like getting. I mean, Lewandowski's always gonna hit people. Yes, he is, and so is Joshua. Joshua's an animal. If those yep. two play the way they did against Minnesota, they will win game one. Yeah, I. It's also fine. key players this weekend because I don't think Kodorenko 
is able is going to be able to dominate, and the first line probably won't be able to have the production they've had. Saliva's been so good for them this year. Yeah, so mm-hmm. good. That move yes. moving him to the wing. My God, they tested. They should have like did that yeah. last year. They tested that like they tested four guys there in sleep, but that is the answer. I mean, he's been so good for them this year. Who's the guy not on the first or second line that needs to get going for the Spartan team to be able to make a postseason run? I Slash say have a successful weekend against Penn State. I say have a successful weekend against Penn State. The two Krieger brothers. Okay, I think that's huge because you know Susanna and. And Rosberg gonna have a good weekend. You th- mm-hmm. you would you would imagine, but also you know that Butcher's Kafari and Tommy Miller are gonna be lights out like they always have down low in the defensive end. You could you could rely on those two. Those guys in the middle, the second line, you don't really know how, what they're gonna play like, or how many penalties they're gonna want to take yeah. this weekend. So those two guys really gotta focus in and don't make errors that they easily can avoid because they're good they're good players but that's i think those two are definitely my key guys to look at this weekend i completely agree with you yep. i think i honestly think they're the key to this team because they're probably the most mm-hmm. talented two defensemen they have yes they're highly scouted they're i think the only two defensemen that are drafted yes on this roster if they're because there's games where cold creatures dominant there's games where christian krieger you're like you see flashes you're like wow that's why he made the u.s development preliminary roster but like like you said they'll take like christian will take a bad penalty every once in a while cole will make a bad turnover like penn state will send those gritty guys at you on that second line they're gonna play like that and they're gonna send those guys deep down there to try to get a penalty out of them i think that created the big part of i feel like they stay on the ice too long sometimes they get caught on the ice i do and really long shifts i don't know what it is but like they're really talented players and they'll be really good the next couple years for michigan state my point, though, is if they t- are able to take it to the Nets level with their potential, watch out for this Michigan State hockey team because yeah. they arguably have one of the best back lines in the nation at that point. Offensive yeah. side, Kennedy, maybe? Or are you? Oh, yeah, I'm going offense. I'm okay. saying the Matson-Mueller combo. Okay. If, if Because this, this is the kind of game, you're, you know they're going to be close. So if you can get something out of your fourth line, that's a momentum shifter. You think, the thing about Matson, though, it, he finds it very rarely i mean he's a calgary flames mm-hmm. draft pick michael madsen huge mitchell. dude mitchell madsen mm-hmm. yep. it's okay it's okay no i, I feel bad guy. about it no. i don't mean to be that guy no you have to be that guy that's completely unacceptable I mean, that, so no, wait so who is their fourth line uh kamer madsen mueller yeah Kamer, but they Matson. switch in and out like you can see stahoviak or something like they'll move it around mm-hmm. I, I i mean stahoviak I'd, I'd put like, him in. I like him a lot. I do too. I think he's a, a play this weekend on that fourth line because he's fast. He's a bigger dude, but he, he can skate. I think Matson's a bigger guy, maybe in a more physical series against mm-hmm. Michigan, get him in the mix. But I, I, I would play Zahoviet this weekend. I love I love Austin Kamer because he, he's just a definition of a fourth line guy who's just like he does his job perfectly. So who's your extra skater? I, I, that's what I'm trying to think. I mean, Stahoviak's usually it's Stahoviak yeah. or Matson usually, yeah. or Jake Smith, or sometimes you, I've seen Kamer as the extra straight, as the extra skater. So I mean, the fourth line Smith's usually, utilized more as a big bigger guy. Yeah. So the fourth line's usually I think now it's kind of been set in Lambden, Mueller. I thought that's the second line. No, Lambden is definitely not yeah. fourth line. Lambden second line with what? Yeah, Lambden. It's Lambden, Joshua, Nodler on, on the second line. What's the fourth line? I mean, Lambden was on that fourth line for a while. And no, and then he moves to second, and the fourth is now Matson, Kamer, Mueller. Okay. 
And where's good sir stack up? He's in third line now. Yeah, he's with a and yeah, Steven. Oh, right, I think right. good, yeah, but good sir like trickles on the fourth line every once right. in a while. Mm-hmm. Cole kind of switches like I don't know. So here's my question. I you, don't know. Kyle. I don't know like what that they need one depth guy to start like picking it up scoring wise. Stohoviak. I yeah, but Stohoviak doesn't play enough. No, I think Lambden maybe because Lambden has that skill. Light the lamp. Light right? the lamp, Lambden. Yeah, but. Mueller, I think, is just a little bit like his body's just not there yet for this like season. Oh, he's like, learning. He's starting to throw it around. No, he's na- no, he's nasty, and he's gonna be really good. Mm-hmm. And but I just think Logan Lambden could be a guy who you saw like Brendan Sanford his last like ten or like fifteen games in a Michigan State uniform, just starting to like pick it up the storing wise, not being known as a like a dominant store. I could see Logan Lambden having a big end of the year, and I I think that would be another piece. That you'd like to see perked up if you want to make a little run in NCAA tournament, right? No, you definitely need to rely on that second line. I mean, he now that he is on the second line, let's just get that clear. Yeah, sorry. I think, <laughs> well, I mean, you saw. I forget what series it was, but he had that little like flip pass, like two zones yeah, ahead. Yeah, no, I forget. That was beautiful. That? But I think that if you utilize his skill like that, he's got like a weird skill where it's not like I'm not going to cut across the ice and shoot right through your legs and score a goal and yeah. snipe you top shelf. I'm going to be the guy that thinks out of the box and chip it around you and go and get the puck and start something up. But I, th- I think that, yeah, you're right with that. But I was going to ask you real quick, if Letheman does have problems this weekend, say, you know, they're they're peppering him on Friday or whatever, lets up two goals early. Yeah. You keep him in? What, oh, yeah. You yeah, have I to mean, keep him mm-hmm. in? It just, I, just for psychology. Can't give DeRitter a look at all, right? No. I, the thing about it, I do think DeRitter needs to play at some Before point. the end of the season, at one at some point, I do think that because you can't just run your goalie to the ground. I understand that they're only playing two games a week, but at the same time, it, it's nice to have that mental break. But at the point, like you're saying, though, he's such in a zone right now, you just can't do it. I can see doing the D. They could, they played a Ritter. It's not even, if I could see if Lefty yeah. gets shelled one game, that'd be like, hey, Drew, you're gonna go to that stand because we're gonna give like left a day off and then he'll like relock in. Right. But if uh, you get dominated Friday, there's no real I mean, I guess there is a reason to come back Saturday and get hungry. Yeah, I I Leftman has in that. It's his point he's yep. are, he's probably the leading candidate for Big Ten player of the year. He is. And you're because he's put yeah. this team on his back at at like Kotorenko's been good, Lewandowski's been good, Saliba's been good, and Cezanne and Rossberg have been really, really good in that back end. With that goal, without that goaltender. But this team is not nationally ranked without John Lefman. No, it's just point blank. Once that Notre once that Notre Dame series hits and the season ends, the Ritter should know he's not touching the ice in any scenario unless John Lefman gets hurt. No, but like it's not even that. Like it's just Lefman. I was just asking about the series. No, no, I got go you. ahead, speculate. Lefman, like honestly, I could like argue that their skaters and their defense was just as good as they are this year, maybe better. But Lefman and DeRitter like splitting duties last year were just not as productive. And this year with the productivity with a team that's basically the same, like they've been successful. So I, I mean John Lefman, I I can't like give him enough like praise mm-hmm. for improving his game and basically making himself a pro prospect and a he likely person to sign like the day he leaves Michigan State. Probably I mean he'll get some AHL looks and maybe some NHL looks eventually, but I mean Kudos to him. Yeah, there's really nothing more to it, man. Yeah, I, yeah is... I mean, like, DeRitter won't see the net, like Hattie said. I think he you got to start him, though, I think one or two times down the stretch. Just to give Lefman a break. 
not nah. like but, if you're not gonna win the Big Ten and you have home ice, you might as well play to Ritter. But what if you're in the, what if you're in a spot to win the Big Ten? Then you obviously play Lethman. Yeah, that's yeah. You got you got to get that by. I mean, if yeah. You, you, if it's there, you gotta go get it. Okay, let's move on to the BCM patron. Oh yeah, I mean Johnny Supans has absolutely wiped me in the floor with me and Kyle Hattie with the tears in my enemies. Man. Last week's points earned. Johnny Supan had three. Me and Kyle had one. New standings. Johnny Supan up sixteen to me and Kyle's eight. Psh. Do you have any comment? I think, I think we picks? need to look at your guys' comments first because yeah, what's going good. on here? Not good. Just not I good. I think 16 is like, a like, hey, I did some homework. Yeah, yeah. I figured it out. I made the right picks, you know, but eight. No, come on, boys. We're in, yeah. like, we're in week six, five eight. or six of these picks. We're, we're just slacking. That's bad. It uh-huh. is bad. That is bad. We're slacking. That's off. whack, bro. Okay. Nothing. Okay. That's whack, bro. Okay. <laughs> there used to be a segment on my old podcast back in the day that's so. whack bro was a yeah. segment what was your was old podcast back in the day back in high school you had a podcast yeah in high i did school? have a that's podcast awesome. in high school One was it electric it would do it was a little better spoken back then actually what do you mean i don't really know. just more uh i do think i've gotten dumber since i've been to college no for sure and that's kind of weird eh thinking about it like that i like I'm, in I, some ways no like school wise i think i got dumber like because, like, when you're taking a major that doesn't involve necessarily, like, math and all that, like, the juices aren't flowing mm-hmm. sometimes. Right. And I feel like, like, with, like, some of my other friends with different majors, I'm like, God, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, I'm, like, I'm like, I got locked in. Like, oh, my, like. I live with an accountant yeah. major and a supply chain major. Yeah, I, yeah I'm definitely yeah. feeling that. You live yeah. with an engineer, you start to question how smart you actually are. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> seriously. But well, anyways, yeah, that that's whack Bro segment. Shout out Blake Bone and Drew Zimmerman. No, it's whack. Me what? being down eight points, but get us started. We got no music right now, Ooh. so we you got to bring the energy yourself. We should bring it. We should just rip on the drum set back there. I mean, maybe, but I, okay. I don't think how the sound quality would be. But okay, start it off for us. We're gonna go this first game, PSU at MSU first series. I should say. I think that Michigan State is gonna split here. Um, and then on to Wisconsin and Notre Dame. I'm going to go It's Wisconsin at Notre Dame. I'm going to go with Wisconsin splitting. Just a split there, I guess. Number six, OSU at Minnesota. I'm going to pick a OSU sweep here uh, just because I think Ohio State is going to defend that top of, the, top of the standings position that they're at. Uh, the USNDTP, I can't believe I got that right, at U of M. I'm going to pick U of M. U of M's rolling, and they're going to be hot all the way till the duel in the D. That goal, I don't know who scored it to win in overtime on Saturday by, by, by that Michigan forward. Disgusting. Did not see it. D- I, I Tweeted at me. I will. It was gross. Nice goal by that guy. Don't know your name. Sorry. Thanks for the interruption. Thirteen. Yeah, sorry. sorry. Go, <laughs> ahead, okay. go ahead. Number 13, ASU at number 8, Clarkston. Hmm. I have no idea anything about Clarkston, but ASU is pretty good. I'll go with a sweep there on the road. Whoa. Whoa. Uh, number two, North Dakota at number 11, Minnesota Duluth. The, actually, the defending national champions? No? Yeah. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I thought they are. Yeah. Let me go with uh, let me go with a split there. Too close call. North Dakota's rolling. Okay. I- I'll start it off. Michigan State sweeps this weekend. Ooh. I, why did I say I'll start it off? I'll take over, maybe? Yep, take That's over. That's probably the word. right thing to say. I don't know. Whatever. Next, I like Notre Dame to sweep Wisconsin pretty handily. I need the sweeps. You can see with the points I'm trying to get. Minnesota, Ohio State, I see a split in Minneapolis this Ooh. weekend. USNDTP. Mm. 
Ooh. Why is it like that? I'm just going to call it the program for now on. The program. At I like that. Yost Ice Arena, their former home. Give me the Michigan Wolverines. And Clarkson against ASU. Give me Clarkson at home. I feel like Clarkson's got a pretty good home ice advantage, and I have nothing. I literally know nothing about Clarkson <laughs> hockey. I just assume at Clarkson Hockey, that's the only thing they have at Clarkson sports-wise. So it's going to be Clarkson. Hmm. And then number two, North Dakota State, visiting Minnesota Duluth. Give me a split there. Oof. Kyle Hattie. All right. Pretty decent. I am predicting a sweep this weekend. And I also I also am going to go on record and give a hot take and say John Lithman gets a shutout game one. Okay. Oh, that's a jinx. But go no, ahead. Not. Yeah, no shot that happens now. But go ahead. Ah. Yep. That's what you think. Set it on air. Give me a Wisconsin sweep. In South Bend. Wait, did you say Michigan State splitting? Yes. Okay, you made it seem like MSU was sweet. No, no. Okay. Their, their win will be a shutout. Okay. And then I see 4-1 on Saturday. And then, wow. all right, Ohio so State specific. at Minnesota. <laughs> I mean, I, I like to, because if I'm right, I feel cool. But okay. if I'm not, then there's, you know. I guess. I yeah. Mean. And then give me Ohio State to sweep Minnesota on the road. They're rolling. As is Michigan, so I'm going to take Michigan. Michigan across the board. Arizona State at Clarkston. Forks ASU? Up. Forks up. Whoa. Okay. And then I'm also going to take North Dakota to sweep. No shot. But okay. I, I got to be aggressive at this point when you're down eight points at Johnny Supan. Someone's got to crawl back, man. It's lonely at the top here. Okay. <laughs> Settle down, big guy. But, I mean, we got to get out of here because Johnny Supan put in his two weeks at Meyer, but he's still got work. I still got work. You know how that goes. What's the last day? Last day is a week from tomorrow, Thursday. We will celebrate. Well, I guess, yeah. 30th if because we don't know when we're posting this i guess maybe yeah tomorrow who knows we'll go to dag who knows to celebrate at some point yeah we should uh we should think about maybe getting a little behind the mask little drinking sesh going or something i I mean this is not this is (laughs) not the format this is a kid friendly program no i'm kidding of course we'll kid friendly we'll figure it out you gotta get our buddy with it i mean we i gotta turn 21 first oh that's true hattie are you 21 no when you turn 21. August. Wow. wow. That stinks. And I, I turned 21 in March. It's right. It's all right. Football Never season. Never mind, boys. Yeah, I'll right. wondering for football season. Yeah, yeah. Maybe next year. Maybe, yeah. maybe next four years in school. You it's know, illegal. No. Can't do it. But uh, thank you for listening to Behind the Mask. Follow all our coverage at WDBM. I'm assuming Kyle will write something about a preview this weekend. Not putting you on the spot, but probably are. I can do that. I, you could do that. I just assume you could, you, yeah. I'll, I'll, there you go. Now you, you have to. You inspired me. Yeah. Right. You I'll, have I'll, to. I'll get it out tonight. And then we'll, we don't necessarily know how many people are going to be there in my series. Alexa? Off my phone. Siri? Yeah, what is going on with Siri? But uh, I don't know how many of us will be there. We all want to be there if we're able to get all the credentials. So just follow our coverage. We'll be on Twitter. Follow WDBM Sports on Twitter. But thank you for listening. I hope to see you guys next week. For Ryan Collins, Johnny Supan, Kyle Hattie, thank you for listening Behind the Mask.